gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host. Today is Friday, October 28th. And yes, I am the man in the box. That's right, it's my box. It's a sports comedy box. Okay, just thought I'd start a little humor there. Since we got a little Allison Change going here to kick us off. You know, I don't think I've ever played Allison Change before on the show. And then here's a good uh, tidbit. Um, many, many years ago, when right when they became big, I went on a Mexican tour. I went on a tour to Mexico to the Cabo Wabo, and they were all part of it. And so I got to party with them one night. That's before Lane Stanley was um, semi-crazy or weird. He was, no, he was weird. But uh, good people, a lot of fun. That's when rock and roll when it was rock and roll. And today, we're going to do some football. We're gonna, I'm gonna, we've got uh, Mark Franco, um, our guest speaker, is ready to go. I'm going to call him in a minute. We're going to talk over uh, some of these games and see what looks good this weekend. But uh, then I'll start off with a little Allison Chains. So now it's Paul on Talk Radio. Okay, thank you guys. All right, we're gonna do some football. We got some football games lined up, and uh, we're also gonna uh, we're gonna just talk in general about the um, how everything is shifted in NFL. And I'll wait till we get Mark on the phone to get into that more details. What I mean is how the balance of power from certain teams have gone from teams that were no good to the teams that are now good, and vice versa. So. It is Friday, so what do you say we start by doing this first since it is Friday and the weekend's almost here. How many times do you hear this? Because you need to hear it on Friday. And let's hear it from Tom Hanks. Thank God it's Friday! Okay, thank you, Tom Hanks. He says, thank God it's Friday. That is courtesy of our YouTube uh, sound bites. Always got to give them credit. They kind of make things uh, easier and more fun for us. So let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, one last thing I want to mention: I'm having problems with the website. So um, I funny football briefs. I have not been able to update. Um, I'm sure trying. I'm having technical difficulties, and um, I'm a little embarrassed to admit it, but it is. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with Wick. Uh, but at any rate, hang in there. At some point, I will get that matter resolved. Let's get right to it. Let's call Mark. And uh, get him on the phone and talk about some football here. Hello, Paul. Uh, how are you today? This is Mark Franco from FrancoSports.com. And a uh, Hi, Mark. beautiful fall day here in, the, uh, in Las Vegas. It is. The weather's been really nice. And um, you can tell it's starting to switch because it's getting a little colder every night. Have you noticed it? Beautiful. When you wake up in the morning, you can actually go outside, take the dog for a walk without having to worry about the heat. So, um, yeah, we're fortunate now. There's uh, the 100-degree, 90-degree temperatures are out the door, and uh, we'll have a good winter before it all comes back again. Yeah, you are you are correct. Okay, Mark, so let, let's get into it. And uh, before I called you, I was, was telling um, I was telling everybody on the show, before we start doing the picks... I want to uh, take a minute and talk about um, some of these teams, Mark. The power of the ba- the balance of power had shifted, and uh, in the NFC, I, let's start start with the NFC. 
I've noticed all the teams in the NFC East are are much better than the rest of the NFC. Um, that being Dallas, um, uh, Philadelphia, um, not Washington, but um, the, the Giants. And, and why why is that, Mark? Why why are we seeing a shift of balance in the NFC? Well, we used to call that uh, that division the uh, the NFC least uh, <laughs> because they had just terrible teams top to bottom. But uh, you know, the Eagles have uh, struggled for the last few years. Got a new coach. And uh, they slowly built the team up. Now they're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. Um, I don't think they're going to stay mm-hmm. that way throughout the course of the season. But, uh, uh, you know, the Giants have been a, uh, a an absolute, uh, I won't say shocker, because I, I thought they'd have a winning record this year. But to start off at 6-1, uh, the Giants got kind of uh, everything going together. And that was the uh, biggest thing with them. I think the coach is what matters, and uh, Brian uh, Dable uh, that came from Buffalo, uh, he has this team uh, fighting and winning, and uh, then when it comes to the Cowboys, I mean, you know, we saw what they went through without Dak in there for for a few weeks, and uh, Cooper Rush played very well, and the thing about the Cowboys that uh, there is no disputing this, they're one of the best defenses in the National Football League, hands down. I agree. I agree with you on that, and it's that Micah Parsons. He uh, he really controls that team defensively. So while we're on that subject about defense, do you think the league has kind of changed where we're going back more to defensive teams, low-scoring games, more running games, opposed to the high-flying running gun that we've seen for so many years? Um, I would say you're absolutely point on there. I mean, um, you know, back in the 80s and the 90s, uh, you were able to get away with a little bit more as far as penalties go. And if, uh, if a guy like Dan Marino, just using that as, as an example, um, played in this day and age, I, I think he'd have even more success. But uh, um, I think the, there's two reasons for it. Parity is something in the NFL that, that happens every five years or so. Uh, we haven't seen it in a while, but now this year we have parity. And what I mean by that is there's, there's a, a lot of teams that pulled that can uh, finish third or fourth in their division, and the next year, boom, they're you know they're winning their division. So when I say parity, it's a it's a pretty even league. Um, there's no uh, no rhyme or reason for it, but uh, I think some of these teams that are up and coming have uh, have done great drafting, uh, even though that doesn't help you so much in the first year. But you know, to use an example, the Giants who were. I mean, they were just terrible last year. I mean, terrible last year. Terrible for the last five years. They're 6-1. Are they that good of a team, the New York Giants, is 6-1? Probably not, but, uh, you know, they've progressed each and every year, and uh, that's what makes a difference in the National Football League. All right, well, that, that's a good point. I, I kind of agree with you. We haven't had parity in a while. So let, let's jump over to the AFC, and again, kind of the same thing. It's all, the, uh, it's all in the East. We know about the Buffalo Bills, but uh, t- the Dolphins um, have popped up. The Jets have popped up, and um, and who's our and the the, the Patriots are in their five hundred ball. But um, the same thing. Why is that? What what ha- what's happening in the AFC? Well, you know the Patriots dominated the uh, the NFC East, uh, as you know, Paul, being a Patriots fan for yeah. Uh, God, the better part of two decades. I think uh, 
the Dolphins have won uh, one uh, one division title when Brady got hurt. It's uh, first game back way back when, and uh, that's not just because Brady's gone. It's just the league evolved, and I think uh, I think Bel- Belichick, and there's no disrespect to him. Obviously, he's the greatest coach. I think the game is slowly passing him by, and the Patriots have talent, but not a whole lot of talent. When it comes to the Dolphins, they are what I thought they would be. They're an average, maybe a little bit above average team. Uh, but when it comes to Buffalo, um, I, I, you know, I, we can't pick Super Bowl winners after seven or eight weeks, Paul. But uh, Buffalo looks like the complete team uh, on offense, defense, the kicking game. But we've seen that happen before where they don't go to the Super Bowl. And I think the surprising team out of that division it's pretty obvious. Obvious is the the New York Jets have played yes. very good, yeah. very good. Now they've they've gotten some draft picks the last couple of years. And now, excuse me. And now the Jets, instead of instead of being a doormat, uh, they're actually contenders for the AFC East. I agree, and that Zach Wilson, he's throwing the ball. So I just wanted to touch on that. I'm glad you helped me because everybody keeps thinking Green Bay or Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Um, and as you see, they're struggling. And then in the AFC, people keep thinking Pittsburgh and uh, maybe the Raiders. And, um, you know, it, it's just not happening. And, and hell, even the, the Colts, they floundered. Um, so it's just kind of switching. And um, it's important that we keep an eye on that because most people think of, you know, those teams of the past that are going to come up. And no, it, it's not. It's these new teams that, um, like you said, kind of building over the last couple of years and finally come to it. And uh, we're seeing some good parity here in the NFL. No question about it. Uh, you know, it's very hard, especially, you know, they give out such short odds to win the Super Bowl. You know, so there's probably, um, you know, out of 32 teams in the, in the NFL, uh, I would say realistically, Paul, there's probably about 10 teams that can win the Super Bowl, but uh, um, you know, a lot has to do with matchups and, uh, you know, who gets hot at the right time. And there's a lot of teams right now that uh, were projected to be, um, you know, very winning teams that just that just are not winning the games like they used to. Okay, that's right. All right, so while we got you on the phone here, that, that that's a good kickoff. Um, I know we do got a couple games that I want to cover, and, um, you know, we, we always love it when we have you on. I do want to remind everybody, Mark Franco, he is a, a senior handicapper over there at Vegas Insider. Um, I've seen his page, and he also has his own website. Um, I believe it's francosports.com. So he um, he looks at the odds, and he studies this. He's been doing this his whole life. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, we're going to start with the first game since we're talking about them Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? we got Sunday. Now, this is going to be a good one, Mark, because Chicago, who finally stepped up and beat the Patriots of all teams, um, they look real good. They go into Dallas. What do you see going on in this one, Mark? Oh, Paul, you know what? This is a game where um, I don't say this all the time, but I, I do say it quite often. Uh, don't remember what you just saw from last week. So, uh, you know, the Bears, they buried the Patriots. They they outplayed them in every facet of the game. So uh, let's not crown the Bears as a playoff team. Um, don't know why New England played that bad. I think it was more uh, – the Bears played very good, don't get me wrong – uh, but I think the Patriots just shit the bed there. They did, they just they were not into the game, and that was a, a very shocking outcome for me because 
Uh, I was surprised a, uh, a team like the Bears can go on the road. When you play in Foxborough, I mean, it's always tough. Um, but uh, but they, they won the game. The Cowboys, you know, people have uh, had some of their doubts, but that came back. And like I said, their defense is just solid. So um, the one game I want to give out here, <clears throat> excuse me, with just a, a couple quick stats is uh, the Cowboys are 11-1 and against the spread versus a team with a losing record. Ah, and obviously the Bears have a losing record. And again, when I say yeah. don't put too much stock in what you just saw last week or even two weeks. so That's a valid point. Bears, it changes. Bears, yeah. Do you feel the Bears are that good after they just dominated the Patriots on Monday? No, I'm not. I mean, no. they, they sure looked good last week, but two weeks ago they were pathetic. And so um, it's a valid point because everybody only looks back one week, but then the next week's a whole different story. So and that's what makes this so much. That's what makes this difficult and fun. But uh, I agree with you. So uh, I didn't know Dallas was eleven and one against uh, a, a sub five hundred team. That's a very impressive stat. What else you got? Um, yeah. Then we go to uh, God. Here's another tough game. I'll, I'll make this real okay. brief. Yeah, go ahead. I hate games. I hate games in London. Paul, I've just never had a whole lot of success doing it. Um, I don't mind waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning here, West Coast time, and turning on an NFL game. It's awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, teams' mentalities when they go to London are a little bit different. And the one thing that I do have a slight slight edge, I feel, <clears throat> is that the Jaguars, as a franchise, uh, have been playing in London every single year. You are right. The Broncos, yeah. the Broncos have just been a mess. I mean, neither team is a playoff caliber team, but I'm going to give a slight edge to the Jags um, just because we still don't know about Russell Wilson. He's supposed to be healthy, but even when he was, the Broncos are probably uh, one of my top five disappointing teams so far in the NFL. And I I don't see the Broncos going anywhere. Neither do I see the Jaguars, but I think the Jags will have a little advantage there and uh, I, I would take the Jaguars to win by uh, a field goal or more. Okay. You know, funny enough, um, Russell Wilson has been my, not my top five, my top one disappointment of the year. And when I watch him play now, um, it just seems like he's shell-shocked. Every time he starts to scrabble, whether there's pressure or not, he's he's scrabbling and he wants to get rid of the ball. And I think maybe, you know, at some point it, it, it's all caught up to him. Well, we'll just have to see how that one plays out. A um, couple other more important games, I think. Okay. Uh, we already touched on the Cowboys, but uh, did we touch on the Cardinals? No. That's our next one. Yeah, I got that on my list here. Let's talk about, okay, so we got Arizona going into Minnesota. I believe, did, Min- did Minnesota have their bye last week? They may have had their bye. They may be uh, rested. I think both teams are coming off their bye week. Okay, both teams. Um, which, you know, that's one of the things about the, like, uh, just for thinking out of the box here. Yeah. You know, a team like the Giants, they came from London. They didn't have a bye. Usually when teams play in London, they have a bye the following week. And now, uh, now that's not not consistent in the schedule anymore. So yeah. uh, when we're talking about the Cardinals at, at the Vikings, you know, Minnesota, Minnesota's played very well. But, you know, who have they really been? The Cardinals are not a juggernaut like we thought. But when we get to when we get to statistics here, uh, the Vikings are four and thirteen 
as the home favorite, and they failed to cover nine of their last 12 games off of a bye. Ah. The Cardinals, Cardinals are not, big, uh, not a big juggernaut either, don't get me wrong, but um, they've won eight straight. As an away dog, outright, the Cardinals have won eight. That's right. Yeah, they play much better on the road than they do at home, and I don't understand that, but they're terrible at home. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, when I just said that stat, uh, you know, if you're going to take an underdog on the road, uh, my best dog on the road would be the Cardinals. Not in love with the team whatsoever, but I think the Vikings are a little bit overrated. Obviously, they lead, uh, they lead the, uh, the NFC North, but... Uh, I think the Cardinals can come in here and uh, if not get a win, they, they they can definitely get a cover. Okay, all right, interesting enough. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I'm just not a fan of the Cardinals. I'm not a fan of their coach. Um, Minnesota's doing good. I see the other side of that one, but but those are some impressive stats, and that's what makes things exciting. Let's move on because I want to talk about a game um, in the NFC. We talked about the the balance of power. Well, the Giants now go to Seattle. And this game has a lot of meaning as far as who really is one of the better teams in the NFC. What do you see here? Oh, God, this is a game, Paul, in, in week eight of the NFL that uh, um, that if you looked at the schedule before the season started, you, you wouldn't even want to watch this game. But uh, both of these teams have overachieved. There's no question. You know, Seattle would, uh, would letting uh, Russell Wilson walk and Geno Smith, I was like, when the season started, Paul, I'll be honest, I was like, Jesus Christ, Geno Smith's going to start as an NFL quarterback? The guy has played great. <laughs> he really not has. Good, I mean, great. Not phenomenal. He's not going to break any records. But Geno Smith, the quarterback of the Seahawks, I, I don't know if Pete Carroll just saw something in him, in him after he's been on the bench for so many years. He stepped in, and this guy is uh, – is, through seven weeks, let's, let's, you know, not a whole season, but he's played way above his head. And I, I have to give the credit to uh, to Gino. And the offensive line has been pretty good. They have a running back uh, by committee. Uh, when it comes to the Giants, you know, they've been down uh, a couple of games and came back. They're almost like the cardiac kids. Uh, they've come back in the fourth quarter a couple of times this year. Um Paul, this is a game that I'm just torn about. I, I really don't, I yeah. don't have an opinion yet. You know, half of me wants to take Seattle because the Giants have been through so much travel, and the other half wants to take the Giants just because they played very well and disciplined, and uh, and the Giants have a new head coach, and I think that's made all the difference in the world. This might be a game, Paul, where I just pass on and uh, – Try to watch the game from start to finish and make some in-play games. Too. That, that's a valid point, and, and I was thinking the same thing. The Giants have been good for me the last couple of weeks, but but um, at this week going into Seattle, because um, I, I am a big fan of Pete Carroll, and um, you know you saw what they did last week. They went into Los Angeles and whipped the Rams. So uh, I'm just going to watch this one, and we'll see how it plays out. So I got one more on the list. You got time for one more game, Mark? Absolutely. Okay, let's do it. And again, it's in the NFC, and this is the other big game in the NFC. We have the Ram um, the Niners, your San Francisco Niners, are going to the Rams. We got Jimmy G going up against Matthew Stafford. What's going to happen? Well, this is a, uh, you know, this is a divisional game that you would think um, would kind of be even, Steven. But uh, give me a second here, Paul. Um, 
But this uh, this rivalry for the, in the NFC uh, West has been dominated by the 49ers. Yes, it has. With the, with the exception of um, last year's NFC Championship game, where the Rams beat the 49ers, uh, if we throw that out the door, I mean, we're looking at the 49ers are 4-0 against the spread, and their last four games against the NFC, and 8-2 and against the spread, and their last 10 versus the NFC West. Now, when it comes to the Rams, you know, they've been a good team, but they're not a very profitable team. Um, they're 2-6 and six in their last eight games overall, and they're 1-4 and four in their last five home games. So, I mean, you got to look at the 49ers for a couple different reasons. Then we can go with San Francisco's 4-0 against the spread in the last four meetings in Los Angeles. So, um, I, I don't think the Rams are as good a team as they were projected to be. We know about the Super Bowl hangover and all that. Uh, unfortunately, I think the 49ers should have uh, should have had Jimmy G starting right from the beginning and let Trey Lance sit on the bench and learn. But that doesn't matter. The 49ers have a, a, a rock-solid defense. Jimmy G can do just enough. Decent running game. And uh, that's one of my better picks of the week is, uh, is the San Francisco 49ers. I, I agree with you on this one, Mark. Um, simply put, the Niners have the Rams number. Uh, with the exception of that playoff games, and um, uh, I think the Niners now, now that they got McCaffrey, they're going to build on it, and I think you're going to start to see them rise because I think by the end of the season they're going to be one of the teams to look at in the NFC. Since Green Bay and Tampa Bay are kind of falling by the wayside, I think we may see the rise of the 49ers, and it very well could start this week. All right, Mark. I think, McCaff- so, I think McCaffrey getting traded. Yes. Um, if there was any team that Carolina wanted to trade him to, I think the absolute perfect fit, Paul, is him going to the 49ers. Cause I, I now agree. they just, you know, they have what? Fortunately, this week uh, Debo Samuel is uh, is going to be out of the game, and that's their number one weapon. Uh, but I, I think their coaching and their staff will still come up with. Uh, enough plays to uh, to beat the Rams. But I think that was a great pickup for what the uh, the Niners had to pay Carolina uh, to get one of the, obviously, the best all-around running backs in the National Football League. No, I agree with you. All right, so it's, a, it's that time, Mark. Before I let you go, we're going to do our five-star picks. I'd like to remind everybody, Mark hit his last week. He had the Giants. I finally fell off because I had won two or three in a row. Um, last week, um, I had Atlanta, and they, they petered out. So I'm going to go ahead and start with my five-star pick. I'm going to do a little – I'm going to change it up this week. The first game we talked about, or the second game, I believe, was Denver and Jacksonville. That game is in London. Many people haven't followed this, but it's been good for me. Those games over there, they have a much higher tempo. They don't just play a low, boring game. I'm going to go over in that game. I think the total is 40 or 40 and a half. So I, my five-star pick for this week is going to be over in the game in London, which is Denver and Jacksonville. Let's document that. Mark, what are you about? You, do you have a free pick for us? Absolutely. I'm going to give you a uh, late game here on the West Coast at uh, 425, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 125 uh, Pacific time. And just like we just talked about, I really like the 49ers. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is just a bonus, but uh, the Rams are a team that uh, – that won the Super Bowl last year, obviously very fortunate. They're one of the teams that I would say, starting this season, 
definitely don't think they can repeat, and, and I don't think they can. I don't, I don't even think they can win the division. But uh, I like the 49ers going forward with Jimmy G. Got a little more uh, action with uh, McCafferty maybe in, in the game plan a little bit more this week. And late game on Sunday. But All uh, right. Right now, it's uh, pretty much a pick on my. I can get the I can get the Forty ers at plus one on the road, and uh, I'll take that as my uh, best pick uh, this week. Okay, there you go. Mark's going to go with the Forty ers I'm going with the over in Denver, Jacksonville, and London. We'll see how we do. Mark, I want to thank you for calling in. It's always fun to have you. We hell, we we haven't missed a week. We've had you here every week. It's been good to it's good to have you. You know, to stay in touch with you and have you on the show. And it's always a lot of fun. Oh, Paul, I want to tell you it's been a pleasure that uh, we've been on every week now, you know, once a week since uh, the NFL started. And uh, um, it's been a pleasure to come on with you. You're a great host. Uh, love your show. I listen to it uh, not just when I'm on. And uh, also love the gift, back, uh, the gift basket. So yes. uh, that's, that's always an interesting uh, uh, thing every week. But uh, really, Paul, I just wanted to tell you, you do a great job on the show. And... Uh, I'm here for whatever you need. NFL's in my blood. Uh, besides that, you know, maybe baseball. World Series starts tonight and uh, sh- should be an interesting World Series. You're right. And, you know, maybe next week we'll, we'll talk some about World Series. Let let a couple games get under the belt, and the next time we talk, we'll have some World Series to, we can touch on. That's you good, buddy. That have sounds a good. good. Weekend and we'll, uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Mark. You have a good day. You as well. Bye bye. Okay, there you go. The great Mark Franco. God, I like him. And boy, he sure makes me feel good when he tells me I'm a great host. What about you? Do you think I'm a great host? That's okay. You don't have to answer that. But I'll tell you what. If you do, if you want to write me an email. Um, I haven't gotten much uh, mail lately, but I, I've had my fair share of uh, of mail. Um, not a ton of it, but I'm not that big because the show is underground. But I, I've had some, and I've even had some hate mail. So if you got an opinion, it, you know, I'd rather you speak your mind than, than throw a bunch of BS at me. Um, I, I take the good with the bad, and I always respond to them. And who knows, if you have a point that's worth bringing on the show, I may, you may, your topic may end up on the show, and I may even give you a shout-out. So if you want to talk to me about that, all you got to do is just send me an email at thesportscomedyshow at gmail.com. And again, that's thesportscomedyshow at gmail.com. Plus, if you forget it or um, if you didn't write it down on the website, you can sign up for the newsletter or there's a comments box there. On the, you know, you can c- contact me through the website as well. I keep an eye on that. At least that part of the website I'm able to, 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 to manage. It's just uh, adding content. It's been a pain in the butt. All right, guys. That's, getting, that's our show for, uh, for this week in the NFL. A lot of good games coming up. I hope you have a lot of fun with it. And uh, we'll talk to you real soon. And again, I am Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the Sports Comedy Show, and I want to thank you for listening. Have a good day.